0: the only reason I'm consenting to this is because I wish to clear my name not that I care what people think but enough is enough and if in the end it helps some other people out well then that's fine too I consider myself normal whatever that means some people call me a freak I hate that word I don't believe in it better yet I don't believe in labels but what are you gonna do this was the deal Good morning and welcome to TalkBack. Today's latest edition of TalkBack, a variety talk show where we cover politics, entertainment, news, the latest news topics, the hot topics for the week. And of course, we do cover international topics, local and national topics. We also cover entertainment, sports sports. And other related news. You're listening to Talk Back, hosted by yours truly, Gloria Shea. Welcome to today's latest edition. Today is February the 9th, and it's a winter cold day here in the city of Cleveland. And uh, so we're going to just start the show off today. We're going to talk about uh, premier uh, pioneer director Spike Lee. I'm sure he has been one, uh, your, one of your favorites. He certainly has been mine. We're going to start today's show, take care of just a bit of business. Our sponsor is Safe Step Walk-In Tup. They offer the industry's leading low step-in. They do have a new so- shower package available, so give them a call. They have financing available, and they are a member of the Better Business Bureau. You can reach them at one 888 214 7020, that's 1 88 214 7020. And you can certainly go to their website at uh, goes to safestepcom You were listening to the take there of Spike Lee's premiere and his uh, director uh, debut. She's got to have it. That came out in 1986. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite directors, none other than Shelton Jackson. Lee, better known as Spike Lee. He was born on March 20th, 1952nd, 57th, I'm sorry. He is an American film director, producer, writer, and also an actor. His production company, he started out uh, calling it 40 Acres and a Mule Filmworks and still call that to today. He has produced more than 35 films since 1983. His first film, and that's what you heard there, the, the, um, the sound of She's Got a Habit and uh, Lola Darling, who was the main character of that film, Uh, In his uh, director's debut, She's Gotta Have It, as I said earlier, Uh, that came out in 1986. Now, he has since gone on to write and direct such films as Do the Right Thing. I'm sure you've heard of that. That came out in 1989. Jungle Fever, 91. Malcolm X. The premiere film of Malcolm X, no one has actually ever done a film, you know, on Malcolm X. That premiered in 1992, was a huge success uh, with the, uh, certainly with the local uh, viewers, but also in the international market, Malcolm X proved to be a very successful film for Spike Lee. He Got Game came out in 1981. He also has done comedy, directed comedy. The original Kings of Comedy, if you remember, came out in 2000. And that was a huge, huge success for all of those guys, all the comedians that were involved and was showcased in that, uh, in that uh, film, that short film, the original Kings of Comedy. So Bernie Mac and uh, Steve Harvey and uh, and and many, many others, of course, had great success there. He also did Black Klansman in 2018, and he's he's a director who likes to participate in his films. He's had he starring roles in about 10 or so of his films. Spike Lee is an interesting character and filmmaker. Uh, he, he loves to explore race relations uh, in films and colorism as it's uh, been coined uh, in the black community. The role of media in contemporary life, urban crime and poverty, and he loves to cover, of course, many other political issues. He's he's done extremely good work. Uh, he's had an Academy Award for the Best Adapted Screenplay. He's also has won a Student Academy Award, a BAFTA Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. He's he's won two Emmys, two Be- Be- Peabody Awards, and the Cannes Grand Prix Award. He's also have received an Academy Honorary Award, an Honorary BAFTA Award, an Honorary Cesar Award, and the Dorothy uh, and Lillian Gish Prize. So he's he's... He's managed to accumulate a lot of accolades within his own peers there in the film industry, not just the black film industry, but the film industry as a whole. He was born Shelton Jackson Lee, as I said, on March 20th in 1957. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia. He attended Morehouse College and uh, also the University of New York and uh, he is well known and he's made his mark created his, his his mark more than created a niche he actually has been the four before tyler perry of course those and others and um in the film industry and uh, he's he's paved the way and he's done a very very good job of it he really has he still lives in brooklyn and he is married to Tanya Lewis. They got married in 1993. He has two children. He's also a board member of the 40 Acres and a Mule Filmworks, which he created, of course. But he has certainly set the bar high for all of the other black film directors to come along after him. And I do salute him on today. It gives me great pleasure to bring you the story of Spike Lee early in uh, Spike Lee's life, as I said, he was born in Atlanta, Georgia. He was the son of Jacqueline Carol Shelton. She was a teacher of arts, black literature, and uh, he was born also to William James Edward Lee, who was a known and very well-known jazz musician in the city of New York and a composer. He was a music composer and a jazz musician. He conducted, he was the music uh, director for his premiere films and many of his films uh, she's got a habit mo better blues and he was he's been a very his father has been very intricate and a lot of spike lee's films he has three younger siblings D- joey david and uh, sin whom each have always worked in many of his projects you remember seeing his sister in a lot of his a lot of his uh, his films, Mo Better Blues, his sister has been in, and many others she's gone on to appear in. When he was a child, the family moved from Atlanta to Brooklyn, New York, and his mother nicknamed him Spike during his childhood. He attended John Dewey High School in Brooklyn. Uh, he enrolled in Morehouse College, which is, as many of you know is a historically black college where he made his first student film, which was entitled Last Hustle in Brooklyn. He took many film courses. He took film courses at Clark Atlanta University. He did graduate with a BA in mass communications from Morehouse. He did graduate work at New York University's uh, School of Arts, where he earned a Master of Fine Arts in Film and Television. He started out as an independent film producer and director and which has been very good to him. He, he really became mainstream, what you would call a mainstream film director later on, probably with more, more better blues, I would say. That was more mainstream. But his start of his films as a director and even as a in his small minor acting roles was in his premiere film, She's Gotta Have It. So his independent film uh, passion was where he started in independent films. He produced, he paid for, uh, she's got to have it out of his own money and it proved to be the, um, the spark that would ignite him into the film industry. And in 1985, uh, he's, that's when he started, uh, his first feature film. As I said, she's got to have it. He had a budget of $175,000. Unbelievable in today's market of filmmaking. Independent film, his own money. His budget was 175000 He shot the film in two weeks when the film was released in 86. It grossed over $7 million at the U.S. box office. His 89 film, Do the Right Thing, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay in 89. So I really should retract. Maybe more better. Blues wasn't his first film into into mainstream uh, filmmaking, but maybe Do the Right Thing was his thrust into the mainstream world of filmmaking. Uh, tons of people, including Hollywood Kim Basinger, believed uh, that Do the Right Thing also deserved a Best Picture nomination. Driving Miss Davey won Best Picture that year, and Lee said in April of 2018 20- 06 in an interview with New York Magazine that the other film's success, which he thought was based on safe stereotypes, hurt him more than if his film had not been nominated for an award. So the fact that the, in that year of 06, when Driving Miss Davies, Driving Miss Daisy did win the Best Picture award, he thought that because it was so solely based on uh, stereotypes that that hurt his chances. More than anything, other than the fact that he wasn't even nominated for, for an award that year. After his 1990 release of Mo Better Blues, Lee's, Lee was accused of anti Semitism by the Anti Defamation League and several film critics. They criticized the characters of the club owners, Josh and Mo. Remember them, the club owners there in Mo Better Blues? Uh, Josh and Mo Flatbush described as Skylocks. Lee denied the charge, explaining that he wrote those characters in order to depict how black artists struggled against exploitation. Lee said that Ali Wasserman and Sidney Scheinberg uh, and even Tom Pollock of the Jewish heads of the uh, Uni- MCA and Universal Studios were unlikely to allow anti-Semitism content in a film that they produced. So they were the producers of Mo' Better Blues, and he's saying didn't happen Um uh, There were Jewish guys who produced this film, and I don't think they would have allowed me to create a film based on anti-Semitism. And he said he would not make an uh, what he calls an anti-Semitic film because Jews run Hollywood. And that's a fact. His 1997 documentary, Four Little Girls, about the girls killed on the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing in Birmingham in '63, was nominated, however, for the Academy Award for Best Feature Documentary. So, Spike Lee, who, in my opinion, uh, is probably one of the finest directors, just forego whether he's an African American director or not but simply he's become one of the finest directors uh, out in the film industry, period. He's proven his, his passion for directing films. Uh, he's proven his, his uh, creative genius in making films. He's proven that, and he's not only done black films, he's done just plain, he's made films that have been widely acclaimed and widely successful. In 50, in 07, the 50th San Francisco International Film Festival did honor Spike Lee with the uh, Directing Award. Also in 08, he received a, the Wexner Prize. In 013, he won the Dorothy and Lillian Gish Prize, which is one of the richest prizes in American arts, worth $300,000. In 2015, uh, Spike did receive an Academy Honorary Award from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences for his contributions to film 2018. He did black Klansman, which wasn't a real commercial success. And I'm not sure why I, quite frankly, I didn't see the film, but, um, it didn't receive a lot of commercial success. Don't know if the, uh, the company that produced and market the film actually put a lot of, um, uh, marketing money into it or not, don't know. But that was a true crime drama set in the 1970s. It did win the Grand Prix at the 2018 Cannes Film Festival. So it um, it had a lot of juice there. It was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture and Best Director, Lee's first ever nomination in the category. Lee won his first competitive Academy Award in the category Best Adapted Screenplay. So Black Klansman I do correct myself was a six, commercial success, but I don't remember a lot of people talking about the film, hearing a lot about it uh, within my own community saying, you got to go see the film. I didn't see it, but I do retract that. Yes, there was some success. That was his first ever nomination and, um, for an Academy award, uh, Spike Lee in 91 taught a course at Harvard University. In Ninety-three, he began to teach at New York University, the School of Arts there, and that's where he received his master's in fine art. He's done commercials, many, many commercials, as many of you well know. In the nineteen, nineteen ninety, maybe in the mid nineteen nineties, he hired uh, Levi hired Lee to direct a series of TV commercials for their uh, jeans, their five hundred one button fly jeans. Nike offered Lee a job directing commercials for their company. So he's had a lot of success filming and uh, doing commercials as well. He's also directed commercials for Jaguar, Taco Bell, Ben and Jerry's, and Converse. In outer street, Spike Lee has been phenomenal—simply phenomenal. Simply phenomenal. His films have examined race relations. He has never been afraid to talk, to cover race relations and his films. Colorism, as it's coined today in the black community, the role of the media in contemporary life, urban crime, poverty, all sorts of political issues. He's never stepped away from it. So his odistry alone says so much about who the man Spike Lee really is as far as his his craft and his love for film. You're listening to Talk Back, hosted by yours truly right here. Uh, My name is Gloria Shea. It's good to have you with me today. And today is February the 9th, and it's a winter. It's a cold day here in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to Talk Back. Our sponsor is Safe Step Walk-In Top. You can give them a call if you have a loved one who has a need of revamping the bathroom to make it more accessible for them. Uh know that safe Step is a member of the better business bureau they offer financing and you can reach them at 1-888-214-7020 that's 1-888-214-7020 give them a call let them know say that talk back sent you here with Gloria shea and you can certainly go to their website at go to safestep.com so welcome back to talk back we're heard on anchor podcast anchor fm we're also heard all over the place, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and such. And we do appreciate you listening to Talk Back. We wanted to, today, just talk about none other than sc- screen director, film director, filmmaker, pioneer, Spike Lee. He has been an inspiration, I'm sure, to all of the other uh, John Singleton, John uh, all of the other filmmakers to come after him. And he has managed to pave a road for the John Singletons and for the Tyler Perrys who have come uh, after him. He's done a magnificent job. He set the bar so high with his filmmaking and his uh, directing uh, genius till they were able to really come in and start where he, where the, on the, just kind of stay on, step on the foundation that he built and go from there and create some magnificent work. We all know the work of John Singleton, who has gone on now. We all know the work of Tyler Perry and there are other black filmmakers out there who've done great work. And, and it started with, uh, Spike Lee, uh, just to cover a little bit about his personal life. He met his wife, who is an attorney uh, Tanya Lewis in 92. They were married a year later in New York. They have a, a daughter satchel and they have a son Jackson. Spike Lee loves, we all know, basketball, the New York Knicks, probably their biggest fan. He's always at the Garden, front and center, watching the games. He's there and losing seasons, uh, (laughs) which has been continuous for quite a long time. But he is the Knicks' biggest fan. We all know that. But he's also, did you know, a fan of baseball. He loves the Yankees. He loves the Knicks. And uh, one of the documentaries on ESPN's 30 for 30 series, which I'm sure you're familiar with, it, Winning Time, Reggie Miller vs. the New York Knicks, focuses partly on Lee's interaction with Miller at Knicks games at Madison Square Garden because he's an emotional fan. He, he's right there front front and center, and he's very emotional. He jumps, he runs up and down the court, sideline there at the court. And he, he's just a true New York Nick fan. He really, really is. In June of '03, he had to seek an injunction against Spike TV to pre- prevent them from using his nickname, and he claimed that because of his fame, viewers would think he was associated with the new channel. I think they're uh, Wendy Funk. I don't think Spike TV is currently on. If that's correct, someone let me know. And... Um, His faith has kept him going, his faith in God. When asked by BBC, British Broadcasting uh, Network, he believed, if he believed in God, he said, yes, I have faith that there is a higher being and um, all this cannot be by accident. A lot of controversy has surrounded Spike Lee's life for many years pretty much since he came into the film industry. With the film, She's Gotta Have It, that was not a typical film. First of all, it was done in black and white, right? And second of all, it was about an African-American young woman who had a thirst and an accentuous desire for sex with multiple partners. So it wasn't a typical uh, first film release that most new directors come on the scene with something jarring, something emotional. This was, uh, I don't know if you would rate it as a comedy or what, but she's got to have, it was, was not the norm, uh, for brand new filmmakers out the gate. Uh, as I said, it was about a young African-American female and her throat, her, her thirst and her, uh, supreme desire for sex with multiple partners and how she was just, convinced that she wanted to live life her way and strictly on her terms. So controversy really started with Spike Lee's films back on his, his first film out the gate. She's got to have it. But in May of 1999, the New York post reported that Lee made an inflammatory comment about Charlton Heston, who, as you know, was president of the national rifle association while speaking to reporters at the Cannes film festival. Lee was quoted as saying the National Rifle Association should be disbanded and of Heston, someone should shoot him with the 44. Lee said he intended it, however, as a joke. He was responding, he says, to coverage about whether Hollywood was responsible for school shootings. The problem is guns, he said. Republican House Majority Leader at that time was uh, Dick Armey. And he condemned Lee as having nothing to offer the debate on school violence except more violence and more hate. In October of 05, Lee responded to a CNN anchors question as to whether the government intentionally ignored the plight of black Americans during the 05 Hurricane Katrina catastrophe, as we all know, that happened in New Orleans in 05. He responded, it is not too far-fetched I don't put anything past the United States government. I don't find it too far-fetched that they try to displace all the black people out of New Orleans. And later comments, Lee cited the government's past, including the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male. So he, he doesn't shy away from questions when asked by the media and he speaks his mind. And he's, um, he's been a strong proponent of a lot of issues social issues. He comes out and he's front and center. He never shies away from anything like that. In 08 at the Cannes Film Festival, he was, uh, who was then making Miracle at St. Anna. Now I saw this film as I've seen many of his films. Uh, Miracle at St. Anna to me was a classic. It was well-written and had great character actors. Um, It was shot in Italy. Great scenery, great shots. The filmmaking, in my opinion, was superb. So why he didn't get nominated for that film is beyond me. And it reached a broad audience. It wasn't directed specifically at a black audience. It reached a broad... The storyline reached out to a broad audience. And as a matter of fact, the, the film covered... Real history. So it was about an all black U.S. division fighting in Italy during war- World War II. And uh, director, uh, it, <laughs> it says here, criticized director Clint Eastwood for not depicting black Marines in his own World War film. Flags of our fathers. So Spike did his own take on it in Miracle Ain't St. Anna, and I simply adored that film. I loved it. I thought it was entertaining, I thought it was educational, and I thought it was just superbly done. So uh, Spike Lee has a history of bringing films to the forefront that a lot of other major film studios don't bother to consider, and he has taken it upon himself to do that. So I wanted to, uh, yeah. So he, he wanted to make this film. He wanted to make it specifically about, uh, those Marines. And, um, he wanted to talk about the, in world war II uh, and how there were, uh, an all black us division fighting in Italy then, and how they actually saved many, many lives there. So he and Clint Eastwood, as you know, is a well-known, character actor uh, has been for many years uh, had a quite different difference of opinion there in March of 2012 after the shooting unfortunately of Trayvon Martin Spike Lee was one of many people who used Twitter to put out a message um, that um, here's another controversy gave this supposedly gave the address of the shooter George Zimmerman which the address turned out to be incorrect. And, uh, it would, so they caused another family, a couple, Elaine and David McLean to leave their home and stay at a hotel due to numerous deaths th- threats. And he did apologize. He did reach an agreement with the McLean's, which reportedly included compensation with their attorney stating that McLean's claim is fully resolved. So he, his passion for when he sees an injustice and within the black community is always out there front and center. And sometimes it goes just even a bit overboard because here, after the shooting of Trayvon Martin in 2012, he supposedly put out the home address of George Zimmerman who was the shooter and it turned out to be an incorrect address and the real occupants of the address had to leave home and they did sue him for that. So he did reach an agreement, he paid compensation for that. So his it shows you that his passion for injustice uh, is strong, and he goes to to any length, it appears, to voice that. You're listening to Talk Back, hosted by Gloria Shea, heard right here on Anchor FM. Our sponsor is Safe Step Walk-In Tub. You can reach them at 1-888-214-7020. That's 1-888-214-7020. They have the industry's leading low step in, they are a member of the Better Business Bureau. They can customize your shower. They can create a whole new bathroom experience for uh, for your loved ones who have some trouble getting in and out of the, the existing top. So let them know that Talk Back with Gloria Shea sent you. Call them one 888 214 7020 And certainly you can go to their website at go to safestep.com. A list of Spike Lee's films, I mean, She's Gotta Have It, School Days, Do the Right Thing, Mo' Better Blues, Jungle Fever, Malcolm X, Brooklyn, Clockers, Girl 6, Get on the Bus, which was another kind of a documentary there, uh, when the, uh, con- uh, surrounding the Million Man March there, Get on the Bus, that was done in 96, For Little Girls, which was about the Birmingham bombing, was done in 97, He Got Game, uh, which starred um, uh, 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 one of our favorite actors of all time, Denzel Washington, Summer of Sam, the original Kings of Comedy. So his, his talent stretches broadly uh, over not just filmmaking, but he's done great directing for comedy, commercials. Um, Jim Brown, All-American, another documentary she Hate Me, he did that in 04 and thing, and the list goes on and on. He's done a tremendous, uh, just a tremendous uh, uh, package of work, body of work, he really has. He's he's to be honored, he's to be respected, and uh, I would recommend just going into your archives or going to the library and renting some of those old, old films. Uh, it goes on, Miracle at St. Anna, he did that in 08, and I told you how much I enjoyed that. He also did, uh, Michael Jackson's journey from Motown and, uh, to off the wall that came out in 16. And uh, so, yeah. And in, in a remake of she's got to have it, remember that that came out, uh, 2017 and black Klansman in 2018. He did that as far as his awards. Uh, he, he's, he has it. I mean, he's, He's been recognized now as a premier director. He's well-respected in the film industry by all of his peers, and he certainly uh, deserves that. So uh, we love him. We respect him here at TalkBack. And one of these days, I hope to get a real interview with Spike Lee on TalkBack, where he can talk about his body of work and what he feels probably is his best and what he plans to do for for the future. So you've been listening to Talk Back hosted by Gloria Shea. We've been talking about the pioneer director, Spike Lee. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Until next time, America.